Welcome back to Star Wars Meanderings and Ramblings. You can find me on Instagram at The Virtual Jedi, or you can find me on my blog, starwarsanon.wordpress.com. That's anon like anonymous. Hello, everyone. I'm back to ramble and talk to you about Star Wars. Yippee. Um, thank you for everyone's feedback on my last uh, podcast episode where I had Michael Miller on. I hope you guys checked out his stuff. I know um, it was it was interesting. It was an interesting discussion, don't you think? We had a, a little bit of an angry Twitter troll coming at us uh, who disappeared when I asked if he had actually listened to the episode. If you're out there, are you listening to the episode? <laughs> um, and then I had a couple other people who want to talk and be on the podcast, which is great. I would love to talk with you, and I want to do this as well I with with anyone. Really, I love guest interviews. But what I would like is for you to come up with topics. Like, I'm not going to be sitting here like, hey, this is what I want to talk about. You know, even though I could do that, that's an interesting thing. What are things I want to talk about? Yeah, okay, maybe I'll do that. I'll put, like, a little section on my blog and be like, you know, if you want to be a guest, here's topics I'd love to talk chat, chat with you about. Today, I'm going to be talking about um, Luke Skywalker in The Last Jedi. Now, it's uh, I had a comment from someone that they didn't realize I disliked The Last Jedi so much. And I know that it's, it's a divisive movie. It really, really is. But for me specifically, a lot of the issues come back to Luke Skywalker. And I think because I held him in such high regard, I mean, he was my first crush. He was everything. I, he was, you know, like I was talking about with Michael, the Jedi journals, he inspired that he inspired my life to be more like a Jedi. I thought he was the bee's knees to put it politely or the shit to put it more like an adult. I guess not every adult swears, but I do. So when the Force Awakens came out and he was not in the movie, it was disappointing for me. I was I was excited to see him at the end, but oh gosh, what a cliffhanger. Do you guys remember that? I remember Ray walking up there and I was like, I feel like the movie's reaching its two hours. Or maybe we've gone over. I really hope we see Luke. Oh gosh, I hope the movie's not ending. And it ended right when she was handing the lightsaber to him. And so I've been working through The Last Jedi over the past two weeks because I have no time on my hands anymore. So the only time I get to watch it is when I'm working out briefly on the bike stationary bike so I watch it in like 20 minute intervals but I've been writing down notes and I want to talk more about The Last Jedi in depth but I'm trying to pull on one of my friends who likes the episode and so he is I'm hoping to get him on so we can have a discussion about it um and he can talk to me talk to me about why he likes episode eight so much The Last Jedi but I want to spend today talking about Luke now, for those of you who don't know, both my kids have Star Wars middle names. My daughter's middle name is Rey. I love the character Rey. I think she's the redeeming point of the sequel trilogy. And when I had my daughter, only The Force Awakens had come out. And say what you want about The Force Awakens, I thought Rey's character was just superb. I loved her. And I was excited to see where she goes. I think her character is still great in the upcoming episodes. I still think Force Awakens was her strongest, but I didn't regret that middle name. Fast forward, sequel trilogy is entirely out and we're having our son who was just born in February this year and we are talking about middle names and and I always, always, when I was a child wanted, ever, ever since I, you know, fell in love with Star Wars, I wanted a son named Luke. I liked it because I knew it would be named after Luke Skywalker, but people could think it was biblical or they could just think I liked the name. 
it didn't matter. What mattered to me was that I knew he was going to be named after Luke Skywalker. And why wouldn't you want to look up, up to Luke Skywalker? <laughs> but when that time came and we were talking about names for my son, I could not commit to Luke Skywalker. Or not Skywalker. I, w- I would not name a kid Skywalker. <laughs> um, but like to Luke. Why? Because of The Last Jedi. And and I've only, I, before now, I had only watched The Last Jedi twice because I was so upset over it. I, I watched it once in theaters and then I got the um, DVD and I watched it once then and that was it. But now I've been watching it on Disney+. And, and I come back to, yes, I, I could not name my kid Luke. And it's because of The Last Jedi. It really boils down to that. I can't erase it from my memory and I can't erase it from canon. So therefore, I and I also don't think The Rise of Skywalker did a good job redeeming him. So therefore, I could not name my child Luke. But we decided since Ray was the middle name of my daughter, why don't we make my son's middle name Luke? And that was okay to me because it was not that, you know, there's just something in a name. And I wrote a blog post about this too, like the power of a name. And the middle name is not as powerful, I don't think, as the first name. So Luke was moved to the middle name. And here's why. Let's talk about it. I went through minute by minute, like every scene. And these are the key takeaways I had. The very first thing he does in the movie is throw away the lightsaber, right? Ray hands him the lightsaber and throws it over his shoulder. And oh, that killed me. That killed me. It just didn't seem in in character with the Luke that I had loved and grew up with. And again, this whole audio blog is subjective, obviously. You could still love Luke. All the power to you. But when he, you know, threw that lightsaber away, it just, you know, Obi-Wan's words were ringing in my head, like, this is your life. Like, why are you throwing it away? And it just set up the entire rest of the movie. And, I, and that was probably the point. Like, this is a different Luke that we're seeing. This is not the Luke that... We all remember and love from the original trilogy. But for for a Jedi or even a once Jedi to throw away a lightsaber, who does that? I don't know. See, this is like, it's not a good argument, but who does that? And it just, it was so disappointing. And I didn't like the way it, it set up his character. There were two other things in the beginning of the movie. And one was that he was talking to Rey and he called the lightsaber a laser sword. Oh! That makes me so mad and that pisses me off. Why? Because the only other time we heard Laser Sword was in which movie? I'm giving you all time to say it out loud. Yeah, you're right. The Phantom Menace. So we hear it in The Phantom Menace from Anakin Skywalker, who lives on the remote planet of Tatooine. Yes, sure. Luke grew up on Tatooine too, blah, blah. But Luke is has the training of Jedi behind him. And he is now a Jedi, you know, and for him to call it a laser sword, like you can excuse Anakin. Anakin has doesn't know anything about Jedi. He's been living on the outer rim. It's just like to him a myth and a story. And Luke is a Jedi. And he calls it a laser sword. And it just jolts me out of the, the whole movie. And I'm like, what? Why would he call it that? There's no reason for him to ever call it. He never called it that. When he's looking at it and you know, and you hope with Obi-Wan Kenobi, Obi-Wan Kenobi says that father's lightsaber. 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 Never a laser sword totally threw, threw off his character, I think. Then he goes and that and to the infamous scene of the Thala sirens, right? Where he milks them and he drinks their milk. And the look that Ray gives of just like disgust and revulsion, 
like, what is he doing? Yeah, that kind of summed up everything I was feeling about Luke in the entire movie. And just like, what does he become? I'm all for these, these like hermits, right? Like if Luke wanted to go become a hermit and be like Obi-Wan Kenobi and like have that be the mirror of his character, um, all, all, all for it. But Obi-Wan Kenobi's character as a hermit, when we see him in A New Hope, is just so much more enjoyable than, than Luke's character. Luke is negative. He is morose. He's sulking. And I couldn't really get behind that. And I think her look at him and his, when he went to give it, he was like, I've given, I've given up the force, right? Like he says he's given up the force and it just doesn't, I'm not doing a good job with this argument, am I? But it just doesn't seem to line up with him. Like why would Luke um, give up the force? But here, here are two main points that I did want to bring up. One is the tone and quote unquote comedy and the way Luke talks. I was trying to figure it out when I was watching. I was like, it just doesn't seem like Luke. He's very cynical. And he has these bad jokes, like the joke he made at R2-D2 when R2 brought up Leia, um, who was like, you know, you're my only hope. What does he say? I keep thinking he says touche, but he doesn't. He says like low blow or something. Okay, found it. He said, that was a cheap move. I was like, that doesn't sound like Luke either. He didn't make jokes like that. And as I'm analyzing it and as I'm thinking about it, I realized this way of speaking and talking, you know who it reminds me of? Han Solo. So that's why I think I felt a little bit off. I was sitting there being like, wait, this sounds like a good fit in Star Wars. The dialogue feels like Star Wars, but there's it's just not quite right. That's because Luke Skywalker didn't make many jokes. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't the funniest guy. It was like Han Solo was the one that would sit there and kind of have the cynicism and the bitterness and like sarcasm. And that was what Luke is embodying in The Last Jedi. And I said to myself, oh, okay. So Ryan and just was like, no, it fits in the Star Wars universe. Obviously, I know what I'm talking about. But no, this is not Star Wars Luke Star Wars. This is Han Solo Star Wars. And now that I've placed that, it actually makes me feel a lot better in terms of understanding where what I think Ryan was trying to do with the tone of it was he was just kind of making like a Han Solo movie. <laughs> no, but I mean, like he kind of was taking Han Solo's personality and trying to put it into the Luke Skywalker scenes because there's really no levity or brightness or humor in the Luke Skywalker scenes. It's very mm, uncomfortable almost negative. And I think that's what he was trying to go for. But instead, it just felt like that should have been Han Solo saying all that. The last thing I want to talk about with Luke is the pivotal scene where he raises his lightsaber against Ben Solo. Um, and you know, when Kylo Ren, Ben Solo talks about this scene, he's, you know, there's like a certain point of view. There's two different points of view here. And he's saying he tried to kill me. And Luke is saying, oh, no, it was just, you know, this like last fleeting thing where I saw the darkness in him. And I saw how it was so strong that I, you know, thought maybe it'd be better just to wipe it out. And so he ignited his lightsaber and he and he made a mistake and he regrets it. I have a hard time with that because Luke Skywalker brought back one of the most 
evilest figures in the movies, Darth Vader, Anakin Skywalker, and believed there was light in him and believed there was good in him and brought him back from that. Why would he light his lightsaber and not believe in the good and knowing that there might be good? And why would he essentially give up hope in Ben Solo when he had brought back Darth Vader from the light side? I cannot reconcile that. Even if you want to say, oh, it was just a brief moment. Oh, I just did it. Like, I, I regret it ever since. It was so small a moment. And then he turns to the dark side and just doesn't sit well with me, especially as that was a family member of his. And Vader and Anakin was a family member of his. And he insisted that he was bringing him. He was There was good in him and he was going to bring him back to the light side. You could argue that. You know, Luke was battling Vader at the end of The Return of the Jedi with hatred and revenge on his mind. But I think he was goaded by a lot of these external circumstances that Palpatine was using for his advantage, right? Like the, the rebel fleet being destroyed and he was mocking him and saying he could never be turned. Vader would never come back to him. And just in his ear, like an annoying that. And, and I think Luke just snapped, right? All their plans were going to ruin. He snapped and he just went after Vader. But there was, like, as far as we know, there was nothing really external going on here. There was just him sensing the darkness in Ben. And I, I have a hard time seeing Luke, seeing someone slip to the dark side and not holding on to that hope, especially as he knows better than anyone that there can, if there's good still in them, he can bring them back. He has that, you know, evidence and that past behind him. I guess that was that was the hardest part when watching the last Jedi was trying to understand this Luke that even for a fleeting moment would would think about killing his own nephew because he had darkness in him like that doesn't add up it doesn't make sense. And lastly, I think the showdown between him and Ben Solo, I never liked that it was a projection. I never did. I thought that actually what's the right word here? It um downplayed Luke's power and and the moment of the scene. I think we were supposed to be seeing how strong he was in the forest now that he had tapped back into it. But instead, to me, as much as I don't want Luke to die, I'd rather he have died a noble death letting the, the resistance escape and been there in person. I think that would have been more powerful. The projection and the, the force projection over the planets really, to me, felt like cheap. Because, I mean, when we compare the season two um, Mandalorian ending, when Luke came and rescued Grogu, that was powerful. That was like, oh, my God, yes. And I get it. Luke's not as at the height of his powers in The Last Jedi. But yet we're supposed to think he's really powerful with the force projection. I think it, um, I don't know, like to me, it kind of felt like he was more pathetic in a way, like that he wasn't going to go there in person. And I think Ryan just, uh, I think Ryan just screwed up his his character. That's all I want to say. And it's it's sad for me. It I don't want to show my kids this version of Luke Skywalker. It's not, I think, aligned with the vision George Lucas had for Luke ever. I don't think it's aligned with 
many versions that we had of Luke in the expanded universe or legends or whatever you want to call it. I just think Luke is now a sad remnant of himself. And maybe that's what I thought with the projection. It was like a sad remnant of Luke and it downplayed his power. And it, it made his, his character unbelievable to me. It made it not a character I look up to, not a character that I loved my entire life. And I get that this is subjective and other people might not agree with this, but I think that Ryan Johnson ruined Luke Skywalker. Okay, I said it. I think Ryan Johnson ruined Luke Skywalker, and that's why I did not name my child Luke, even though for years and years and years I wanted to have a son named Luke. He messed it all up. There. And done. May the force be with you.